Welcome on in to the 2023 Atlanta Falcons funeral because this is a season ender. You lose to the Panthers 9-7. to You have to win out to even have a chance to make the playoffs. And who's to say that Atlanta can beat their next three opponents when they couldn't take down the one-win Carolina Panthers? So sue me for not being very optimistic about Falcons' postseason hopes this year. But we're going to run through some hot seat talks, some trade conversations, and some quarterback controversy because head coach Arthur Smith spoke to the media today and he said he has not made a decision yet between Desmond Ritter or Taylor Heineke at quarterback against Indianapolis this upcoming Sunday. And if you guys remember, back when Arthur Smith made the switch to Taylor Heineke, I said, hey, probably should have a better idea going into the season who your best quarterback is. But it's not unique to Arthur Smith to make a change at the quarterback position midway through the year. So I'm not too upset about that. But I did say back then, whatever decision you make, stick with it. Because if this turns into a college football circus of sip, snap, sip, snap, sip, snap, going from Ritter, Heineke, Ritter, Heineke, what are we doing here? Are we just guessing? No, you're the head coach. You have to know who the best quarterback is to help you win football games. And maybe it's not Ritter, maybe it's Heineke, maybe it's not Heineke. But when you're the head coach, you have to know that. I mean, that is your job. That's the most important part of your job. Usually, it's a relatively easy decision for coaches to know who the best quarterback is. But in this case, sure, Desmond Ritter has made life very difficult for Arthur Smith. The turnovers are just mind-boggling. Because it's not like Desmond Ritter is a bad football player. Like, he makes really nice throws. That's kind of the crazy thing is, right? He makes good downfield passes. But for whatever reason, the moment he walks into the red zone, he's like, here it is. We're going to hand it over, right? He's got 16 turnovers this year. Five of them have come into the red zone. A third of the time the Falcons are in the red zone, they just hand it on over. It's not even they. It is Desmond Ritter. So before we talk about the head coaching rumors, if you will, Pick a quarterback, Desmond Ritter, Taylor Heineke, or I'll even have door number three. I don't care. And honestly, I can't be too mad at you because let's just kind of beat around the bush here. Let's not beat around the bush here. Neither of these guys are going to be your starting quarterback in 2023. I think we can all agree on that. Now, if you are a sicko who's still wondering, could the Falcons make the playoffs? Yes, they are 6-8. and eight. They're actually just a game behind the wild card, which is a two-way tie between the Vikings and the Saints. They're still only a game behind the Bucs for the uh, NFC South title. But you look at Atlanta's remaining schedule. They have the 8-6 and six Colts coming to town this week. That's not going to be an easy test. They go to Chicago in December. The Bears just came off a bit of a heartbreaking loss, but they've been a better team the last month than the first month of the season. And then you round out the year in New Orleans, a place that you don't have a ton of success in for the last decade or so. So you can look at all three of these games and maybe you can try and carve a path for them winning out. But even if they do win out, nine wins is not going to guarantee you a playoff spot. The New York Times, they have playoff odds and calculator. They said the Falcons wildcard odds is down to 7%. Division odds, 5%. If they win out, 76%. And if Atlanta goes two and one over the next three games, it's very dependent on who they beat and who they lose in that stretch, but it's give or take around 22%. If there is one game to drop this next three-game stretch, it would be Indianapolis, not a division game, not an NFC game, but 2-1 and one 
getting you to 8-9, probably not going to cut it. So with that being said, let's talk about Arthur Smith. Because he is facing a third straight losing season right now, sitting at 6-8. and eight. If he goes 2-1, and one, I mean, we're talking about 8-9 season. So barring him winning out, it'll be year number three for Art and year number three of seven or eight wins right now. I think Arthur Smith's seat is lukewarm. I don't think it's as hot as maybe some people want it to be. We got a report a few weeks ago that the Falcons are not looking to move on from Arthur Smith, but they probably did not think they would be losing to the Carolina Panthers 9-7. to Like, those are the kinds of losses where Arthur Blank goes, what the fuck are we doing? Maybe you're not the man for the job after all. So I think if this season, and it, it said, the report said back then, unless things really, you know, spiral downhill fast, he's likely going to be safe. Losing to the Panthers is a pretty good way to start to uh, have the season spiral downstairs. Now, an, an, uh, an anonymous NFL exec had something interesting in a recent athletic article where they shared some of it could come down to who picked the quarterback and whether somebody was really, really firm on Ritter, or was it, hey, we'll give this a year and see how it plays out instead of paying Derek Carr. So was Arthur Smith the driver behind Desmond Ritter? And if he was, that's surely not looking good right now. Or is that one where Terry Fontenot takes the L? But regardless, I want to get your opinion. Should the Falcons bring back Arthur Smith? Give me a Y for yes or an N for no. Uh, this is the pinned comment, so scroll on down and give me your answer. Here's my greatest fear right now, after snakes and lights. If you bring back Arthur Smith, do you trust him to pick and develop a quarterback? Whether it is uh, Jaden Daniels, whether it's Bo Nix, Michael Penix, you're probably not going to get Caleb Williams or Drake May. So one of those three guys right there. Do you trust him to make that selection and develop him? Because if you just bring him back for one year, what I don't want to see happen is, let's say you pick Michael Penix, okay? Just whatever quarterback you want, let's just use Penix for this example. One year with Michael Penix and you fire Arthur Smith. Well, then you hire a new coach, and that coach comes in. But he didn't pick Michael Penix. And you probably fired Terry Fontenot as well, by the way. So now you've got a quarterback, a head coach, and a GM that are not all together, right? They all come from different branches, and they're not all coming in at the same time or at least all under the same roof. It's now you got a new head coach who didn't pick this Michael Penix guy, didn't pick that quarterback, and he wants to bring his own quarterback in. So if you're going to trust Arthur Smith to draft a quarterback, there has to be a bit of a long-term plan here and not this is your final year. If things don't go well, we're firing you after 2024. Because if that's the case, you might as well rip the Band-Aid off and just fire him right now. That's my biggest fear. Letting Arthur Smith draft a quarterback, firing him after that quarterback's rookie season, and then going into this awful, like, dog, tasting, dog chasing its tail where the quarterback and the head coach were never together, and it's just this complete chaos and this ultimate mess in Atlanta. So with that being said, let's talk about whether or not the Falcons should pursue a trade for Mike Tomlin. There have been a lot of trade rumors around Mike Tomlin, so we're going to break all that down uh, coming up next on today's show. But really quickly, a word from our friends over at Prize Picks. If you're watching right now and you're not really familiar with what Prize Picks is, here's what it is. You just select two to six players, pick more or less on their projected stats, and depending on how many players you select, you could win up to 25 times your money. 
That's turning $10 into $250. Now, Prize Picks has some awesome deals throughout the holiday season, including this one for Monday Night Football. You can get $5 for every field goal in the Seahawks-Eagles game on Monday night. Maybe no Geno Smith. Maybe no Jalen Hurts. I could see a lot of drives stalling out near the red zone, and we might not. We might see a lot of Jason Myers and Jake Elliott. So if you like that option, go to prizepicks.com slash CLNS and use code CLNS for a first-time deposit match up to $100. Now, I love you guys, so I put all that information in the comments and the description of today's video. So scroll on down and check it out. That's prizepicks.com slash CLNS and use that promo code CLNS to get that deposit match up to $100. Let's talk about Mike Tomlin. He has been the subject of trade rumors with the commanders and some other teams. And so I figured we'd sort of bring him into the fold here with Atlanta losing to Carolina. I don't think anything is off the table at the moment. Now, Tomlin's kind of been an interesting guy, right? Longtime Steelers head coach. In my eyes, a very successful and a good head coach. But he has not won a playoff game since 2016. I think that Blake Bortle Jags 2017 win in Pittsburgh after they got the bye broke the Steelers. I mean, you look at Mike Tomlin's career here for a moment. His first 11 years in the Steel City, he had a win percentage of over 65%. But then you go from... 2017 on or 2018 onward, his last six years in Pittsburgh, win percentage is remarkably down, like down to 57%. His all-time record speaks for itself. In the playoffs, he is 8-9, which might not jump out to you, but in order to have nine losses, that means you had to go to the playoffs a lot of times. So I'm not too phased by him having an 8-9 postseason record. But there is something to be said about Mike Tomlin really not having a ton of great success the last near decade, I mean, going back to 2016 for his last playoff win. So when it comes to trading for head coaches, we don't have to go very far back. Sean Payton was traded from the Saints to the Broncos back last offseason, and it cost Denver a first-round pick, which was at the time the 30th overall selection, a 2024 second-round pick in exchange for Sean Payton and a 2024 third-round pick. Now, if you think it's going to cost a first to get Mike Tomlin, you might be correct. But remember, Denver didn't just give up a first-round pick. They gave up the 30th overall pick. So don't worry about Atlanta having to give up a first-round pick for Mike Tomlin, or at least I hope not, because a first-round pick that's number 12 or 13 overall is drastically different compared to the 30th overall selection. So here's my hypothetical trade. If you're curious, what it might cost to get Mike Tomlin? I think in 2024 second, remember Atlanta might have two second round picks thanks to the Calvin Ridley trade and a 2025 second round draft pick. That's pretty fair for the Sean Payton. It's pretty similar to the Sean Payton trade. Two seconds, the Broncos got a third round pick back. Sure, Denver gave up a first, but it was a late first rounder and a third. So all in all, these two trades are pretty comparable. So if you were in charge, I think this is this is a decision that Arthur Blank would make. Would you do this trade? Like deal or no deal time? Let me know. Mike Tomlin to ATL for a 2024 and a 2025 second round draft pick. Personally, I'm not over the moon about trading picks for coaches, but Atlanta just needs to learn how to win right now. 
This is a team that has not won a lot in a while. They are facing their longest postseason drought since the late 80s. I mean, this team in this city is starting to lose sight of a Falcons team that sure hasn't had a ton of historical success. But right now, like Atlanta United is a more popular team in the Benz than the Atlanta Falcons are. So getting Mike Tomlin to Atlanta, I don't know if you're going to get a Super Bowl out of it, but you're going to get more success. You're going to get back to the 500 being the floor. And if Mike Tomlin can come in here and at least serve as a complete culture change and installing winning, Sure, he might not be the guy that gets Atlanta to the top of the mountain and gets them back to the Super Bowl, but he might be a guy that gets them on a good path, right? And if that's all it costs is two second-round picks, I'd be interested. Now, if it costs you a first-round pick, especially the Falcons' first-round pick, which is trending to be somewhere between picks 8 to 13 or 14 at this given rate, I'm not interested in that, right? I'm not interested in giving up a top-10 pick for Mike Tomlin. No way, Jose. But Mike Tomlin, and you give him two second-round picks, he comes in here. He's had great defenses in Pittsburgh. He knows how to coach a defense. And he gets an offense that's got B. John Robinson, Drake London, Kyle Pitts. Just needs a good quarterback. And he has done a lot of really good things in Pittsburgh with below-average quarterback play. He might be the perfect man for the job. So let me know your thoughts down below. Make sure to subscribe to the channel, by the way, if you have not already. We're going to keep you in the loop all off-season long because guess what? The off-season, ooh, the off-season, it's here.